What's up, friends? I'm your host, Amanda Smith, and welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast, the show where I chat with inspiring women about business, life's challenges, and building community, because we all need it. If you need a girl gang, this podcast is for you. go Ashton welcome to the girl gang podcast thanks for having me I'm so excited to be here so excited uh you are in uh like outwear it's you said it was storming it's been kind of yes crazy I wish it was here it's like crazy hot (laughs) yeah the heat index this week is like 105 to 109 or something ridiculous be rough (laughs) I know can't breathe (laughs) pretty rough yeah and then put a mask on that and Gross. Time. It's just not a good combo. Gotta stay inside. Oh man. Um, well, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. We were just talking about how we have path, you know, cross paths several times online, and we have so many other friends in common. Um, so quickly, just tell us, you know, who is Ashton, and um, what do you do? Yeah. So I'm Ashton Smith. Some people know me on the online space as Ashton Long because my name recently changed. Um, So Ashton Long Smith. And right now I'm really known for helping women embody and fully step into their role as CEO of their business. I have a very unique approach, approach where we combine soul and strategy so that you are growing, you are setting yourself up to scale your business, but in a way that feels good. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really became known for my membership, The Awakening, and that's the main space where I help women step into their CEO role. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just such a fun time because there are so many levels and layers of yourself that you unlock along the way of stepping into that role. And so just experiencing that myself firsthand and also being able to guide women to do the same. It's just, I love it. I love that so much. Well, this is a lot of what we're going to talk about today. So our listeners are very entrepreneurial. Some of them have a full-time and they're, you know, running a side hustle or they've taken their business full-time the last several years. Um, and so this topic has come up so much in the Dallas Girl Gang community of ours, my personal clients, um, people I'm seeing, you know, on social media is you, I just want to really feel like I'm, I'm the CEO. Like, I'm the one running the business, but yet I'm still doing all of these other things, other tasks that have me feeling like I'm drowning, right? And so I really want to dive into this. So first of all, let's talk about how you started the Awakening membership and like why this approach, right? So I would love to hear kind of the origin story. Okay. So do you want me to backtrack to the very beginning? Yeah, you can do whatever you want, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cause I feel like my story is so layered. So, uh, basically I went to college for a business, graduated <laughs> with a degree, but I always say that I felt like the black sheep in college because I am very much this person that is strategic, but I also have this creative side. So a lot of people that I met in college and a lot of the curriculum in college was focused towards a corporate job. And I never wanted that. It was never my jam. I just sitting 
in a cubicle, like makes me want to scratch my eyes out. Mm -hmm. Um, some people are made for it. My best friend, she thrives in her corporate job, but I graduated with that degree knowing that I would have to figure out how to apply it, had no idea what that was going to look like. So all that being said, I went straight into an office job. I was just general assistant, filing paperwork, learning just different systems, how to keep the office running, like not my passion, but it was a job. But the beauty of that was that it gave me some space during my days to work on things when I had time. And so my first like dip my toe in the water experience was starting uh, my first blog. And that was me. My first online platform was a blog called Altogether Beautiful. Very, um, very uh, general, you know, it was like a lifestyle blog. It wasn't very down, Mm -hmm. Um, but that was my first step. Right. And that eventually transitioned into running a magazine that was a quarterly magazine called the authentic woman loved it loved the message but again it was kind of like my business plan was more like my passion so it was like i just want to empower all women which is beautiful but it's like okay girl how are you gonna make the money like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah and so i i loved doing that for a while but it was more of a passion project i was generating cash flow not much profit got to this point where i was like okay i need to lean into not just a passion, but I need to combine my passion and my expertise to create an offering that's actually going to enable me to make a living and create the impact that I want to create. So I let go of my magazine, had a personal brand, and I dabbled with a few things here and there. We could, we could totally have a whole conversation around failures along the way. (laughs) Um, But basically towards the end of 2018, I had an idea for the Awakening membership and I treated it as an MVP product, wanted to get it up and running as fast as possible, test it out, optimize it and do it that way versus let me spend hours, days, weeks, months creating something that's I'm trying to make proven that's not yet proven. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was very strategic with the creation and the release of it. Released that in 2019 and really spent all of 2019 becoming known for the awakening. I went Mm -hmm. through different iterations to receive feedback to grow the space, to optimize it, to make it what it is today. Um, So that was my mantra. Everyone knew me as the awakening girl in 2019. Um, Yeah. And in 2020, I've just continued with that, introduced one-on-one coaching and I'm building out my next levels now. Yeah. So great. I keep saying yes, because that's when I started. I feel like I started following you gosh, maybe end of 2019, definitely beginning of this year towards the beginning of this year. Um, but yeah, every time I see Ashton, I think awakening, like, so good job (laughs) of like building your brand and being top of mind for that. Um, I think it's so great. You hit it right on the head and I just want everybody to hear what you said, reiterated your passion plus your expertise equals a great business, (laughs) a great business model. And sometimes like it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. People like it just, you know, I talk to clients or, you know, I have these women starting my six week program and they have so many ideas like all of us and so many, you know, things that they're passionate about, but then they also have this set of skills that they learned in their nine to five or in their degree. And you can use those. You know, like I was a teacher for six years and now I run my own business and also in my personal brand and coaching. 
how would I not apply my education experience into being a coach, being a coach is being a teacher. And so that sometimes we don't, we make it too hard. Right. So I just wanted to say that back to everybody and, and hear that. I think that's going to be like so memorable for this episode, but, um, so excited. Let's dive into your, really your heartbeat for helping women step into CEO role. So take us through, where did that come from? And then talk to us about your approach, you know, those problems that we might have and might be feeling of what and all those things. Man, there's so much with I know. <laughs> so I love that you use the phrase, you work with women that have a lot of the ideas. And I think we all often have all the ideas, but my jam is working with the women that have all the ideas and then really guiding them to like, okay, let's frame this in, right? Because if you're dispersing your energy to 20 different things, you're never going to be able to go as deep as if you're Mm -hmm. focusing on one to two things. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we start talking about embodying that CEO role, the reason I am so passionate about that is because that's the thing that I did not do for years and years. It's the reason why I was generating cash flow, but never a lot of profit because I was Mm. dabbling and dipping my toe in the water in so many different places. I I had all the ideas. I was trying to do everything at one time. I was that girl that I would buy the courses. I would watch the master classes. I would watch the webinars. I would sign up for email funnels. And I would look at what everyone else was saying. And to be fair, all those strategies that I saw that I, you know, purchased all the things, they were they working. Were, <laughs> they, well, they worked for those individuals. Yes. But when you try to combine 50 proven strategies and you're focused on all of them at one time, it's you're not like- focused on anything. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was, that was my problem. And so my first step towards CEO embodiment and really stepping into that role was self-trust as an entrepreneur. Mm. And so that's why that's part of the curriculum I teach is how do we, again, take a step back, look Mm. at our passion, look at our expertise, and then how do we move from a place of self-trust? How do we intuitively run our businesses, plan our launches? How do we take strategy And combine that with soul. That's part Mm -hmm. of what I teach. And how do we combine who we are and how we operate and put that into our businesses? And so it's very much like turning inward. That was my first step. It was like more of this inward journey of Mm -hmm. how do I come back to myself and ask myself, how do I want to do this? How do I want to plan this launch? What do I actually want to bring to the table and teach versus looking at what everyone else is doing and trying to you know, pull apart or pull together a strategy from 50 different ones. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. So I'm thinking about the people I, I need to come up with a name for this type of girl because we were all this girl at one point and, and some people out there right now are this girl. And it's what you said. It's the girl who bought all the courses, but gets every freebie, does every webinar, I don't, I, she needs a name. <laughs> she needs a title. Anyway, I will workshop that later, but, <laughs> um, you know, I think we just get, we get so hungry for, to make things happen. Why do you think we do that? You know, like, why do you think, because I did it like, you know, four years ago when I was starting all of this and, yeah. you know, I actually, I came from a direct sales background. So I was really like, you know, 
just getting kind of quote unquote sucked into like the Jenna Kutcher kind of thing. Um, and I remember going down rabbit holes of like, oh, Jenna Kutcher, like, oh, Rachel Hollis, oh, Jasmine Starr, like, oh, they're all wonderful. But at first, someone who is just starting out, why do you think we go that way instead of stopping and thinking, what do I want to do? How do I want to do this? And how, like, you know what I mean? I think that it's probably different for everyone, but what I can say is for me, I didn't trust myself yet. I, so I had gone through a very intense journey of growing my confidence as a person. I have an entire story when it comes to just body image, eating disorder, things Mm -hmm. like that. And just the way I view myself as a person, Mm -hmm. but although I had built that confidence so strongly, I had not built my confidence as an entrepreneur and as a CEO. And it was because I was in the beginning of those stages, I didn't trust myself. And so I wanted to get from A to Z as fast as possible. And instead of slowing down and saying, what are my next steps? What needs to happen next? What makes sense for me? It was, how can I turn to someone else that's going to give me the proven strategy instead of me taking responsibility of the fact that I'm actually the CEO and the person that has to lead my business forward. forward. That, that's it. You nailed it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. That's like, you know, if anybody walks away with something, it's that from, from this episode. That's what we need yeah. to walk away with is you don't have, if you're starting a business, you don't have to start reaching out and trying to grasp at straws for someone else to do the work for you. Because you, you, you know, I think you're right. We channel our energy because we're so excited and passionate to get from A to Z in five seconds, rather than channeling our energy to be strategic and do the work that takes more time. And yeah. Yeah. That's why like, I am always talking about like, it's not really about motivation. I know there's a lot of people that they ask me, they ask other experts, like, how do you stay motivated? How do you show up every day? I'm like, it's not about motivation. It's about Mm -hmm. self-discipline. And it's like, when you get into entrepreneurship, this is something I wish that I would have had beaten into my head by different people online. It's like, this is not a one-stop shop. This, this course, this mastermind, this resource, this is Mm -hmm. not the answer. It is a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for us to expect other people to get us where we want to go, like that's just a naive way of thinking. And until Mm -hmm. we choose to be disciplined, to want it bad enough to take Mm -hmm. that responsibility and to own it, like we're not going to get from a to C, let alone A to Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I think a lot of people probably needed to hear that today.
this week, I want to share with you guys about the Boss Vision Conference. If you've been to any Dallas Girl Gang event or if you came to the conference last year, you know that we go all out. Of course, with 2020 being the way that it is and just, you know, really messing with our plans, we have taken the conference 100% virtual. So what this means for you is A, it's more affordable. B, you get to experience way more speakers. And C, you have all of it recorded to view whenever you want. So tickets start at $59 for general admission or just regular tickets. And then we have a 99 VIP offer That's going to come with so many more bonuses from our speakers, downloadable things, um, just a whole candy bag of amazing extras and bonuses. Um, This is going to be so incredible. I would venture to say that it's going to be more amazing than I had thought at the beginning of 2020 when we started planning. We have incredible speakers like Shannon Lutz from the Social Bungalow. Brittany Janine, she is a branding genius. We have Jenna Boyd, who is a Netflix star. And if you guys remember the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, yep, she was the little blonde girl in that movie, Blast from the Past. I know millennials are like, what is happening? She's going to come speak to us. Um, She's a business owner as well as an actress. We have so many other amazing speakers pouring into you guys and giving their time, um, to help you learn and help you grow $59 and 20 plus speakers. Seriously. What an amazing deal. I know we all need a break as far as what we're spending to build our business and what we're investing back into our business. That's why we made this so much more affordable this year as we went virtual. So bossvisioncon.com and grab your ticket. So what are some of those things that you see as people get into the, your, maybe your membership or come into your Instagram or your email list? Um, what are some of those common pain points or struggles that you are seeing people initially have? I think there's a few. Number one, they have 50 ideas Mm -hmm. and they want to do all of them at once instead of honing in on one or two. So my first conversation Mm -hmm. with people is always like, okay, they give me their list of all these goals. And I'm like, okay, what matters most for your business right now? Are you trying to grow your income? Are you in a place where you're ready to scale? Are you building from the ground up? Like, let's scale it back. And I think that's one of the skill sets that you adopt when you own your CEO role is just being able to take a step outside of your business to holistically see what matters most right now. So it's having all the ideas. Um, Another Mm -hmm. struggle and pain point is having all of that energy and passion, but not knowing where to put the effort to make sure that 
it actually right. matters and it's it's all leading towards the goal mm-hmm. that you have in mind and then I think another one is just how do I start making money which is such a generic question because it depends on what you do and your business model right I know <laughs> if you and I both had a dollar for every time we heard that <laughs> that alone would be like yes. its own little source <laughs> of yes, income it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny. And I, you know, I think one thing that you talk about too is, is selling. And I think selling is a huge part of being a CEO, like, especially in the, you know, you are the sales department, you are the marketing team, you know, until you're five, 10 years down the road and you have, you know, a massive company or like whatever you want for your business, you're the marketing team, you're the creative director, you're everything. And so, but with sales, I think it feels, um, I think as women, we have a little bit more of, um, I don't want to be a man hater be here, but like we have more compassion and we have more feelings and we have, um, we operate from emotion on the selling side of things and on the buying side of things. And so I think that's why it's so scary to, pitch yourself or put yourself out there or, you know, get on a call and tell someone how much your services are or how much this course is or whatever. Um, so what are some things that you often teach your audience or your, you know, your membership or people that just ask you questions about selling? Mm, So many things. I think that, you know, I've been a part a lot of a lot of courses and programs that have, you know, tips and tricks when it comes to selling. Like there's a lot of sales psychology that you can get into. Um, and I love all of that stuff. I've even been a part of, you know, programs where they have tentative scripts that you can use. And I'm all about that. That's great. But I think that you have to come back to, okay, how, how do I approach this in a way that feels good is organic and natural to me. Um, and I always operate from the perspective that, Number one, you need to seek to serve first. Like I think sometimes people get so eager and ambitious Mm -hmm. about selling that they don't seek to understand and serve first. And that is so important. Also just building relationship. Like I firmly believe that most selling happens in building a relationship with people because your goal is by the time that you launch something that you get on that one-to-one sales call, you want them to be convincing themselves that they are ready to work with you because you've already served them so well. Um, And I think too, is just looking at sales like this is an invitation. This is not me trying to be salesy or slimy or sleazy. Like I'm okay if I do get the sale or I don't, and I'm going to show up excellently and strategically. All of that is great, but it's just knowing like this is an invitation for this person to potentially experience transformation and breakthrough alongside you at whatever capacity. And it's having that shift in mindset too. Um, this is an invitation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw, I remember seeing a post of yours not too long ago. Um, and you were saying like yeah. selling is self-care because it's serving your business. Like that, you know, it, it, it's what makes yeah. your business money, <laughs> you know, and it's not something we should be like, you know, we feel weird about talking about what, what kind of, um, spurred you well, to I write think that for post? so long. I was a hobbyist instead of a business owner. And 
Yeah, I think, you know, I think that what differentiates the two is that you do have to start getting into the space where you're willing to believe in your offer enough to, to sell it. And I always tell people whenever they're in the, you know, beginning stages of building their businesses, obviously there's a lot of mindset that goes along with that. But the two most important things, in addition to mindset, lead gen and sales. And if you're looking at where to put your effort and you are wanting to specifically grow your business, your clientele, your income, lead generation and sales. And I don't even know if that relates to the question that you just asked, but it's important for someone here. (laughs) (laughs) No, we were just talking about your your post about self-care or sales. And I was just saying that I was the girl that was always the hobbyist versus the CEO. And the reason for that was that is I was afraid to sell because I felt like it was slimy. I felt like I didn't know how to do it in a natural way, but the easiest way to figure out how to do something and to master something is to try it the first time and then do it again and again and again. It's kind of like, you know, getting on sales calls or doing a podcast or doing a live video. Like you can't feel comfortable doing something. You can't master something until you try it again and again and again. Um, And once you start to do that, once you start to see the money coming into your business, you can see how it, it does matter. Like money matters and it does serve you because that gives you a space to live your life, to access the freedom that you want. Mm -hmm. And it also gives you the ability to further pour Mm -hmm. into the people in front of you that need your expertise, that need your help. And so it comes full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were just talking about this too, or I was talking to someone else about this recently. Um, you know, it's okay if I know there's a lot of multi-passionate people out there and I would classify myself as one of those people, you know, I started a Facebook community, then developed a podcast for it and then a conference for it. And we do events around it. You know, there's, there's so many pieces to the puzzle. Um, and it's okay if what you're passionate about or one or two of your ideas aren't mm-hmm. the huge money makers. Some, some of your most front facing things that you might be most quote unquote popular for right. might not be your biggest money makers. It could, it could possibly be like, you know, like I know, um, I don't know, like a website designer who is so wonderful at website designing makes really great income doing that. But her front facing thing is, um, like her podcast and her Facebook group. And those are like, so those are running so well, they have like tons of people, but like, that's not what pays, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think that that would be, is that, do you find that a lot with people that you talk to as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Being multi-passionate and just worried about like, Oh, well, I want this thing to be the thing that makes me a lot of money. Well, right. That might, it's that like might not be it. Like, that into you know? what you do, even if it isn't the biggest moneymaker. So for example, like you just mentioned Facebook group and podcasts, like those things might not directly be the big moneymaker, but a Facebook group or a podcast, both of those together, those can be used to nurture, to pour into people, to serve. And those do give those touch points that are sometimes necessary with people to then want to purchase from you because you've poured into them. You've, you've served them so well. And so those things can absolutely still serve in your business for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love this. Um, 
what, what are some other things that you see, you know, on the soul piece? So you have the soul and the strategy. I think we talk about strategy a whole lot when it comes to business. Um, I like the approach to, um, my business coach, Hannah Nieves, she, we talk about like your feminine side and your masculine, masculine side. So I think as business owners, especially if you've been in the game a while, you can lean a little bit to masculine and we leave out that (laughs) feminine touch, you know, especially if, if our part of our personality is already more, you know, direct, blunt, cut and dry, like not going to sugarcoat things kind of thing. So do you see that too? Like people trying to balance that out on the yeah, soul so side of your approach? Yeah, so what I often find is most people are wanting the strategy in my audience just because I attract all the creative people with all the ideas and they are all for the dreaming and the visualizing. And I'm like, okay, let's bring in some structure and strategy so we make sure you're focusing on what matters. But then once they once they start dabbling with that stuff, they start to have the desire, you know, I want to have more time. I want to have more freedom. I want to be able to work less and make more. Mm -hmm. And that's when we can start bringing in some other elements. Um, And when it does come to soul, some of the things Mm -hmm. that I love to talk about and teach is just self-trust as an entrepreneur. Um, Working with your energy. Mm -hmm. I've gotten super into that as well as cycle alignment. And another big thing is, okay, Mm -hmm. how do we structure your business in a way that actually highlights, utilizes, and capitalizes on your natural strengths versus trying to Mm -hmm. work day and night on your weaknesses? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have to, otherwise that's, I mean, that's where the burnout comes in. You know, we're trying to, again, it's probably coming from listening to all of these other voices and other people. Um, yeah, that's, that's a beautiful thing. I love it so much. Um, well tell us about your membership, all the things, um, and how people can really plug in with you, um, and dive into the awakening again. It's like my signature program is what people know me for. And it's literally how, to step into your role as CEO with soul and strategy so we can increase your income and impact. And we dive into both the soul and the strategy. So if you're the person that needs either or, like that is a space for you. And what's really cool, and the reason that I chose the membership format is because I was that girl, like I said, I was buying all the courses. I bought courses quite a bit. And although I was getting access to excellent curriculum, um, I wasn't necessarily getting access to the support that I wanted or you know, the questions that I needed answered. Um, and I think that's something that's so important as an entrepreneur at every stage is having that that support, like day over day, month over month, like how are you being poured into so that you can learn, Mm -hmm. grow and pour into Mm -hmm. others. And that is what the membership format allows. So we have, you know, self-paced curriculum in there. I have the awakening framework that is online course style workshops, things like that, spreadsheet systems that are unique to the space. But then I also have the one-on-one touch. You get access to me for all questions, coaching calls, group support. So day over day, you have access to that. Um, And month over month, you have access to ongoing education. And yeah, it's like, we're all, 
you know, BFFs, but we're also like running together for our big goals. It. And it's, yeah, it's a cool space. Yeah. And everybody's working hard. I love it. There's nothing like community. Um, obviously right. well, I'm a big proponent for community. I, that's, you know, the entirety of, of what I founded my business on. And so you just, you can't do it by yourself yeah. at all, you know, and you can only DIY and Google and, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and do this on your own. You're an independent woman. You can only do that for so long. You know, we can all be strong, independent women, but like you need other people around you. Right. Yeah. I mean, other Um, people that are experts at other things, people to strategize with, but also people to just run with you. Like, you know, online online entrepreneurship can get so lonely, you know? Um, It's so easy to just get into the thick of everything Mm -hmm. um, and shut yourself off. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen that a lot. What's, what's interesting is so here in the Dallas community, I have so many business owner friends that normally we would be seeing in person all the time because, you know, their business is over here or they're a a mobile beauty hair and makeup company or, um, but now we really are all truly online. And so it feels going from being from like, everything was really in person for us to, everything is online now. Like, oh my gosh, it, it's like, I'm, I'm missing it a lot. Um, but if you can have some piece of community, you know, um, which we're trying really hard to do. And I know, you know, you are too. That's why we need these Absolutely. spaces. Right. So, um, so your, um, membership opens September, September 2020. When? Yeah. September. Okay. September, 2020, mm-hmm. mid September. Is that right? Okay. So great. So you guys be watching, um, Ashton Longsmith is your Instagram handle and so excited. This was really, really helpful. I think this is going to be, you know, something so great. You guys reach out to Ashton on Instagram after the episode and, um, send her your takeaways and send her like what you loved about this episode, um, and go take a look at what she has going on. But Ashton, this was so great to have you on the girl gang podcast. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I just appreciate your time today. The best time. And definitely message me on Instagram. My jam is like voice messages. Like let's do like mini coaching style. Like we can go down (laughs) in the DMS. I love it. I love it. That is my jam too. Um, it's, it's so much fun, especially now it's like, I need to hear people's voices. I know. Right. It's like, no more Ah. texting. Let me hear your voice. Let me see your face. I need, I have even gotten to the point where if, you know, let's say I'm like hanging out with someone in the DMS, if zoom is not working, we will video chat in the DMS. Oh, we will because there is that feature and yes, I'm going to use it. Um, it's hilarious. Anyway, shameless, but Ashton, (laughs) thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening to this episode of the girl gang podcast.